Pepper Young's family. Pepper Young's family is the true-to-life story of your friends, the Youngs. We'll be with them in just a moment after this message. Carter Trent has just bounded up onto the Young's front porch and rung their doorbell. As his signal echoes through the living room, Peggy has a moment of panic. Mrs. Young, realizing that this is a difficult situation for Peggy to face alone, the ordeal of telling the unsuspecting Carter the whole story of the Trent's offer and what happened when Mr. Young visited the Trent's in Chicago. Mrs. Young has asked Peggy if she wants her to stay while she talks to Carter. But Peggy has asked to be left alone with him. As she walks slowly to the door and opens it, Carter catches her in a bear hug before she can speak. Peggy, darling, I was afraid you weren't home. What's the matter, Peggy? Well, you look as if... Come in, Carter. Peggy, have you been crying? What's the matter, darling? Has anything happened? I... Oh, Carter, everything. What, anything serious? It's nothing between you and me, is yes, it? Yes, yes, Carter, it has everything to do with you and me. Oh, but... Please sit down. I... I have to talk to you. Well, I can't have you looking like that, Peggy. Well, why haven't you even kissed me yet? No, no, not yet, Carter. Wait. Please let me tell you first. All right, Peggy, but what is it? Well, first of all, I, I got a phone call from your father. From my father? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you tell me? Well, they asked me not to. They made me promise not to. Oh, well, I think I'm beginning to understand. No, you're not. You couldn't possibly understand. Well, I think I can. If you talk to my father... I didn't talk to him. He was his secretary on the phone. He... He said, well, what I thought he said was that, that your father was coming here to see me. Peggy, did he come here to see you? No. No, Carter, he didn't come. Well, if he had, and if he hadn't told me. They asked me not to tell you. I thought perhaps your father was coming to, to meet me himself, to, to make his own decision about me, and he, he didn't want you to know anything about it till we'd met. I thought it was awfully nice of your father and mother to, to come all the way to Elmwood. Mother? Coming to Elmwood? I, I'm so confused on the phone. I, I was so mixed up and so excited and, and scared that I, I didn't quite hear what they were saying. What I thought they said was that, that your father and mother were coming here. And they didn't come? No, they, they didn't come. Although we, we got everything all ready for them. And they didn't show up? No. Nobody showed up. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Well, you're... Your father's lawyer, a man by the name of Taylor. Bruce Taylor? Yes, Bruce Taylor. Peggy, you don't mean that my father sent him here to... Carter, I'll tell you everything he said, only it's so hard. Your father sent him here to find out how much money I would take to to give you up. Oh, no, Peggy. He couldn't have... Dad wouldn't have done a thing like that. But that's exactly what he did do. At first, I didn't know what he was talking about. Honestly, I didn't. I just couldn't understand. Well, of course you didn't, darling. How could you understand a thing like that? But Mama understood all right, and she just simply told Mr. Taylor to leave. She said that it wasn't anything we cared to talk about. Well, good for her. He ought to have been kicked down the front steps. Well, Pepper came in just then, and that's what he wanted to do. He really wanted to throw Mr. Taylor out. Well, why didn't he? Mama wouldn't let him. She she just kept asking Mr. Taylor to go. And Mr. Taylor kept trying to tell her what he'd come to tell us. I suppose he had to deliver the message to satisfy your father. 
Just wait till I get through with my father for this. Mr. Taylor did say a lot of things, Carter, about... Well, about the sort of girl your family wanted you to marry and about your responsibilities and, and all the rest of it. I've heard it all my life. You're the girl I want to marry. You're the only girl. Carter, it, it's terribly hard to say, but... I told Mr. Taylor when he got through, when he finally was finished, that, that I wouldn't marry into your family for any amount of money. Not for anything in the world. Oh, no, you couldn't have said that without giving me a chance, without talking to me. Well, I did. I, I just knew all of a sudden that, that I didn't belong in your family. That I could never belong in your family. But, darling, you love me. You know you do. Nothing Bruce Taylor or my father can say could change the way you feel. Yes, Carter, I, I do love you. I think I love you more now than I ever did in my life. I think I... I love you with a bigger love, but... But I... All right, then. We can fight this thing through. We'll tell Dad and Mom and, and all the rest of them exactly what we're going to do. You leave it to me. I'll call them. But I want you to promise you'll stand by me. That we'll fight this out together. We'll be back with the Youngs in a moment after this message. For a moment, Peggy is almost swept away by Carter's infectious enthusiasm. But she feels sure that under the circumstances, their marriage just wouldn't work out. Against all the natural impulses of her heart, she tries to reason with Carter. Carter, don't you see? It would never work out for us, never in the world. Why not? We love each other, that's all that counts. All that matters is the way we feel about each other. I, I'll always feel the same about you, Carter. But I, I can't feel the same about becoming a part of your family, of having to, to go to them someday, and after all this has happened, and, and after the sort of a person your father took me for... Everybody I... makes mistakes, Peggy. Maybe Dad did think that Trent Money could buy you off. But he's found out it can't. Well, give him a chance to know you. At least a chance to meet you. Well, do that much for me, Peggy. Do that much for both of us. I want them to know you. I'm afraid they already know me pretty well from what Mr. Taylor has told them. I said nothing in the world could ever make me marry you. And in all this business, nobody took me into consideration, did they? Neither you nor my father. Peggy, I'm going to phone him right away. Suiting his action to his words, Carter puts in a long-distance call to his father in Chicago. As he waits for the operator to locate him. It won't do any good talking to him on the telephone. It'll do some good. And then I'll go out and see him. When he meets your family, you'll feel differently. I know he will. Carter. He has met my family. He what? Well, he... He's met my father. When? This evening in Chicago. You mean Mr. Young went over there after all this? Oh, Daddy didn't know anything about it, Carter. He... He just thought it would be so nice to call up Mr. Trent and tell him that... That he was glad that you and I were... We're going to be married. How do you know all this? Well, because... Because first Mama called Chicago. You see, she wanted to talk to Daddy, but he wasn't at the hotel. Mr. Bradley said he'd gone to see your father. Your father had invited him for dinner. Oh, see? Dad's not so bad. They probably got along fine. No, I... I don't think they did, Carter. Because... Well, just... Just before you came in, Daddy called up. And what did he say? He said that he... Oh, Carter, I... I, I don't know how to tell you this. He... he said he knocked your father down. He... what? He knocked your father down. <laughs> really? 
Did he honestly do that? You sound glad. Well, I am. I think it's the best thing that ever happened to Dad in his whole life. Well, I'm sure that Daddy only did it because he was so furious, Carter. I mean, he was just angry about whatever your father said about us. I mean, about Mom and me. Anyhow, that's exactly what happened. Daddy called us up when he got back to the hotel, and, and just after that, you came over, and that's the whole story. Well, that's plenty. And there's my phone call. Hello? Yes. Yes, this is Carter Trent. Okay. Hello? Hello, Father? Yes, this is Carter. I'm at the Young's house now, and I hear you sent Bruce Taylor here to make some kind of proposition. Well, there's not enough money in the state of Illinois to make Peggy change her mind. You made a mistake in judgment. I'm in love with Peggy. She's the finest girl in the whole world, and I want to marry her. And it means more to me than your money and the Trent Glassworks. Yes, I know what I'm talking about. No, I'm not interested. Not a bit. I don't want a nickel of it. No. I'm perfectly capable of making my own money and supporting a wife. Well, after what you've done, I don't see how we can get together. I'm not interested in having anything to do with you or your money if it means giving up Peggy. Yeah, I know she told Bruce Taylor she wasn't going to marry me. I know all that. But she said that because she didn't want to marry the Trent money. And she isn't going to marry into a family that doesn't think she's good enough for them. Oh, Carter. Yes. Yes, I know. If I make this decision, there's no going back on it. Well, I don't want to go back on it. Now I've got a chance to be something on my own and to make something of my life without your help. We'll be back in a moment after this message. doubt now in Mr. Trent's mind as to how strongly his son feels about marrying Peggy. However, Carter's father is a man who is accustomed to having the last word himself. We'll see whether he gets it tomorrow on Pepper Young's family. Peggy is Betty Raggy. Carter, Peter Derrier. Join us tomorrow on Pepper Young's Family. Lee Stevens speaking. Pepper Young's Family is a production of Nana Radio.